0: 6.30 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 6.30 Chad. Oilers golden Knights coming up at 8.30 tonight. We'll have the faceoff show at seven overtime loss last night for the Oilers. Still a pretty good stretch 13, five and four in their last 22. Here's head coach Dave Tippett. Our goaltending has been, been pretty
1: good. You know, our, our special teams uh, continue to, uh, uh, to be strong for us but we you know we battled i uh, like the way we played on the road especially we really we've you know battled pretty hard and kept ourselves in games not not uh, beat ourselves um, that being said there's still lots of improvement in a lot of areas like our five on five game has been better but it it's going to have to improve another notch you know as we move down the stretch here for us to uh, uh to a right to be a playoff team
0: All right, so that game will face off at 8.30. NHL tonight, Sabres and Avalanche about to get underway. Another late game, the Penguins up against the Kings. Western Hockey
2: League tonight with an update. Oil Kings defenseman Wyatt McLeod. Uh, Brandon and Swift Current are locked at zeroes early on. Later tonight, we got Kelowna and Prince George and Everett versus Tri-City. Amazing. Wyatt, welcome back to studio. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. And Jake Neighbors
0: from the Oil Kings is here as well. Jake, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks a lot for coming in, guys. Exciting season so far for the Oil Kings. Playoffs are coming up. You guys are in. And we'll see who you play and where you finish and all that kind of stuff. Hockey hooky yesterday, <laughs> 11 a.m. game. <laughs> First of all, what was it like preparing for a game that early? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I think
1: usually you uh, you get like a couple meals in before a game, maybe a nap. But this one, you're kind of fresh into a cup of coffee and breakfast. Some guys do pasta. It's Lots a weird, of coffee. Yeah. What, but, uh, what did you eat for breakfast? And I, when did you eat? I had eggs, toast, and sausage at about 7.30. So you didn't have morning pasta? No. No fruit Loops? No. Oh, I'm okay. not a cereal guy. I don't like cereal.
2: Why? What about you? I was along the same lines. I had my toast eggs, um, couple cups of Joe. <laughs> that's about it. Did you get up earlier than you usually do? Oh yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> I'm usually up like
1: around that time for school, but it was still earlier right. by
0: like about half an hour. So why why it doesn't go to school anymore though? No. So. It was rough. Veteran. <laughs> You're usually getting up around eleven AM when the game started.
2: Yeah, pretty much. More or yeah.
0: less. <laughs> More or less. So would it would it have anybody on the did anybody on the team put back pasta that you that you know of at eight in the morning? Not that I know of. Like Rob Brown says, he knew guys when he played did yeah. matinees. They would they they would have pasta for breakfast, and he found it disgusting.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if there was one or two guys that actually you know. Devoured something like that Which is But I think Well, Everyone in my house We were all uh, Breakfast guys So We had a 2pm game Last week And I was My
1: billets were out of town I was staying with Jalen Lipan And he had pasta At about I think it was We probably ate at 10 Or 2 o'clock game And he was having pasta And I had to have it Because I wasn't going to Ask for something separate So But it was was, I didn't mind it I had a good game
0: (laughs) (laughs) So about 4 hours before though Is that usually When you try to eat?
1: I'm I'm a, I'm a six-hour guy. I usually okay. eat around 1, one thirty for a 7, for o'clock, a seven game. o'clock game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm closer to the four-hour range. Yeah. All right. So you guys had
0: hockey hooky yesterday. You you got up, you changed your routine, and then you won
2: 10-1 over the Winnipeg Ice, who I thought were a pretty good team. You crushed them. They are a pretty good team. They're sitting second in their division right now, but I guess the morning games just treat us nicely. <laughs> yeah, I think we got something against
1: Winnipeg. I don't know what it is, but like I think we outscored them twenty six to two in four games this year, and I don't know. We just had our way with those guys and hockey hockey too last year. I think we were eleven one. We wanted to, yeah, we wanted to one up it, but mm-hmm. we couldn't get there. So,
0: what when you're playing in a blowout game like that, does the does the vibe change? I mean, is it different going
2: out for the third period when you're when you're way ahead? What's it like? That's a that's a good question, guys. I mean, keep in mind that we're playing a good team, too, so... As you could imagine, you come back into the room and you're up 7-1 or whatever it is, the, the mood in the room is pretty light and it might get a little bit off track to say the least, but uh, that's where the coach comes in before we go back out and he calms us down and gets us set because for us it's a lot more than just that game. We're, we're focused on the next one and the one after that, and so we don't want to change our habits or our structure or anything just be based on what the score is. So you, you have to find a balance between the two. Uh, was it Chippy
1: in the third? No, not too bad. I think uh, the style of game Winnipeg plays is they want to get you on a track meet type thing. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, the physical play was initiated by us. And I think kind of once the, the game got a little out of hand, it was just, I think they were just tired. And we played them, it was back-to-back for them. We had three games in between, but it was ba- or two, but it was back-to-back for them, and we had just beat them 5-0. So I think when you get four before the tv timeout you're a little discouraged yeah. so
0: we're a little in their heads to yeah. say the least yeah. <laughs> how do you enjoy guys enjoy the the vibe of the hockey hooky game i've not recently but i did get to go to one of those and there's and i there's just that different sound right with oh. all the kids it's yes. like that constant crinkling almost yeah it's
1: <laughs> high pitch that's for sure i think it's
2: uh, it's totally
1: different yeah than a normal game yeah it's like it's almost like a game in europe my our trainer was talking to me about it brian cheeseman they do that baby shark song and everyone claps their hands and all the kids just get up and do that in a, a tv timeout and it's pretty cool i enjoy it i think it's loud it's, it's pretty yeah
2: fun, it, it's good i mean it gets us going i mean we have scored 21 goals in two hockey hooky games now so it works for us but it is a different kind of loud that's for sure all right well that was a that was another big win for you guys and you're going to lethbridge friday that's the next one yeah then they're
0: second in the division though you guys have a good lead on them yeah all right uh Wyatt your next game I, I have uh, I was provided with notes on you on you how wow. about that, eh I have a really dossi- I have a dossier <laughs> that long I've been here hey according to uh Alicia Warner who's your outstanding manager of communications your next game will be your 200th career WHL game wow. really? congratulations a couple clicks oh I didn't
1: know that I didn't know that either
2: That's exciting. How does that feel? Pretty good. I feel like I'm going to get some more clicks. Yeah, the boys will give you some clicks. (laughs) That's deserved. Explain getting a click. So, uh, for us, it's actually a little little team thing that we brought in last year. Um, If a guy's coming back from an injury or was out in the lineup, actually, for any way, you know, before the game started, it would be a couple instead of a couple claps for this guy to come back. It's a couple clicks, so a couple snaps. Oh, um, poetry! Yeah, you know they snap and poetry. Oh, couple like
0: clicks, beat poetry or whatever.
2: Yeah. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> like, guy back in the lineup, or like, we'll be like, so son, I'll probably do it. I'm always a guy. I always yell it out. Yeah. No, so, this
0: this is different for me. I have two <laughs> Western Hockey League players in here, uh, in their late in their late teens. Right, you're still well, just you're turned still, 20. Well, oh, you just turned 20. My mistake. That's okay. But anyway. And you're telling me that you, ha- you, the Edmonton Oil Kings have a hockey ritual based on poetry. Yes, well, that's sir. like
1: that's where I know it from. I think it's kind of <laughs> Brad brought it, like Wow brought it in. That was kind of his whole mm-hmm. um, idea, but. Yeah, I've seen it like poetry, like snap, like clip, yeah, snap a couple, poetry. Oh, amazing. Like when people, because poetry, they're so quiet all the time, like, you know what I mean? So they no, don't want a round many, of applause. Well, though, no, no, hang How
0: many poetry readings have you attended, Jake? None. <laughs>
1: Is, <and laughs> how do you know they're movies, that quiet? Movie, well, I don't know. Movies. That's all I know it from, movies. Maybe tweets. You, d- you don't, don't. YouTube
2: uh, poetry no, thingies?
1: No, no. I'm not an English guy. Oh, okay. I don't like poetry or... <laughs> writing, <laughs> reading, reading, <laughs> no, or anything like to do with school. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm an okay school guy though. Math, I like numbers. I'm a good numbers guy.
0: Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, you missed 15 games. You had a bit of an injury. How are you feeling?
2: Good. Yeah, I feel good. It's been I've been back for six or so now, so starting to get back into the swing of things.
0: Yeah, hockey players love being asked about injuries. I could tell you almost got up and left when I brought. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, don't even it's ask a of me a, anything. Bit of a sore was spot. it
2: lower body or upper body? It well, was lower upper. body. Okay, that's about as much detail as I can give you. Yeah, otherwise, I, I uh, otherwise Heather will be on me. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's another note I have on you. Um, Just got notes. all kinds of notes. Note.
0: You you have very good plus minus. That's N- true. Plus nineteen. You didn't know that either. No. Do you know any of your own stats?
2: No, not really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got his first goal the other
1: day. True. I do know that. And you you get an
0: overtime goal in the playoffs last year?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was big. Round game three, round two. Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. In Calgary. In Calgary. Yeah, that was huge. Silence the dome.
0: So you're not a big plus (laughs) minus guy then either. Okay. Throw me another one. That's all I have. We're oh, done. Okay. The notes on you are done. Now it's all Jake. <laughs> oh, Perfect. God. Oh, God. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't want to hear my notes. <laughs> no, you're, uh, you're, Well, it's, it's from your own team, so they're all positive. Well, that's good. Well, except the injury. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. I so was allowed to ask about it, but it was, you're healthy yeah. now, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Your, your lower body is fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wyatt McLeod and Jake Neighbors <laughs> are in studio from your Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, tell you what, if you have a uh, question or a comment for these fine athletes, you can text it to 780-496-0063. We'll get to know uh, Jake a little bit better in the next segment. It's his first in-studio appearance. Uh, he's going to tell you about his favorite NHL team, and why he cheers for them when we get back. for tuning in tonight Inside Sports on 6.30. Chad will have the face-off show at 7. Oilers and Golden Knights coming up at 8.30 tonight. Edmonton, two points behind Vegas for first in the Pacific Division. Joined in studio by two members of your Edmonton Oil Kings. I have I have other notes here, Wyatt. It tells me where you guys are ranked. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, you're ranked fifth in the CHL. Yeah. Portland yeah. is fourth and Everett is sixth. You guys have more points than Portland. That's yeah. sad. Correct. We were we
1: were fourth last week and I don't think we played a game, we moved out. Yeah. That's uh fair. <laughs> they didn't
0: they didn't like our uh our
1: practices. Our, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't like your form of practice. <laughs> uh thanks a lot for coming in guys. Uh Jake, I have notes on you as well. There I got go. a big file here on the team. I,
2: I can imagine. Uh
0: you had a hat trick on December twenty eighth. Yeah, first one of the WWE How See, exciting a, was that? That's a
1: clicks moment. Ah, uh, that was good. I mean, <laughs> we weren't playing very good that game at all. Um, you know, we were kind of letting Red Deer hang around and just went out there in the third and honestly was a couple lucky bounces, uh, one one nice shot, one nice shot, but the rest were like kind of just gifted to me a little bit. But yeah, was, was that not cool. highlight of the night? Yeah, the one, the second one was. That's clicks, too. <laughs> That's where clicks for that? Okay. But yeah, it was good. Good feeling, for sure.
0: Are, are you aware that you're six points away from 100 career WHL points? I'm not.
1: Well, now you are.
2: That makes me feel better, better than that you're not aware of it. Yourselves.
1: Nice. That's cool. Hopefully I can get that. I can get there. Probably the the year, tomorrow, hopefully. Or Friday.
0: Friday in Lethbridge, I think yeah. you can get there. Sure, let's do it. Why yeah. not? Uh text to six thirty six thirty or pardon me, that's our old number, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Mike in Westmount says, I first heard of snapping fingers with beatniks in the nineteen sixties before <laughs> your guests were born. LOL. Well, yes, well before they, they were born. <laughs> yeah. You're born. you were both born uh this century. Two thousands, yep. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> uh Mike from Camrose says, Reed, my son attended hockey hooky. They had a blast. Thanks to these two guys and the Oil Kings, maybe they could shout-out to Lachlan and Charlie Killeman Camrose. Good luck to finish your season, gentlemen. Well, there you go. And a shout-out to, to the guys that watch it. Yeah, awesome. All right, so, Jake, you grew up in Airdrie, uh, in Alberta? Yeah. Uh, and who is your favorite NHL team? The Edmonton Oilers. And how did that happen?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of, I, every member of my family, I probably should say, like, legit probably 99% is from Saskatchewan, both mom and dad's side. So I think when you, you live in Saskatchewan, you kind of get that choice of, like, Edmonton, Calgary, I think is kind of how, how I guess it works. Okay. And uh, they were all Oilers fans, so I just literally got into my, my bedroom with Oilers stuff on my wall. Like that, that was just how I was raised, and I loved them ever since. Yeah. So, so. you never had a choice? Not really, no. I mean, I think <laughs> there's like, a phase where I was, like, Chicago fan. That's probably when they were winning their cups. Like bandwagon. Dances. Yeah, I was a bandwagon, for sure. And then I like the abs for, I still like the way they play hockey, but I'm just, like, solid Oilers now. I love the Oilers.
0: Uh, who, Well, okay, are, are you a Riders fan, though? Yep. Yep, my Riders See, fan. See, that's a problem. For yeah. That's that's a problem I side. get a lot of that. Mind. The
1: Riders aren't liked over here.
0: No, they aren't. They're no. the most popular and the least popular CFL team. <laughs> yeah. Most loved and most hated. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Good for them, though. Their fa- their fans are extremely passionate. I like yeah. uh, needling them uh, a little <laughs> bit, though. So, Jake, you're uh, you're hoping to be drafted this summer? Where are you at with that?
1: Yeah, that's the plan. I think, uh, obviously, you think about it a little bit throughout the season, but I think I'm kind of focused on our team, what we're doing, and, Um, I think if I, you know, play my game and contribute to team success, that's only going to benefit me in the end. So um, just focus on that.
0: Now, are teams or scouts allowed to talk to you a little bit or do a little bit of interviewing? How's that gone?
1: Yeah, most of it happens kind of in the first part of the season. They come and talk to you, just get to know you, basically ask you simple questions and then... Um, as the year moves on and you get closer to playoffs, they kind of just leave you alone and let you focus on your club team and um, dial into that. So uh, I haven't talked to a lot lately, but uh, I did talk to uh, quite a bit the first half and a little bit before um, in January before February kind of came around. So. so you'll go to the combine then. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Those invitations come out soon, so hopefully I'm in there. Yeah,
0: right. So you get like, are you excited about doing uh, you know pull ups or the the VO two test or what? I don't Wingate. know. I'm not a or sorry as out it's called
2: not They're both, both of them you're right too. And yeah. VO2.
0: Yeah. I I'm pretty like
1: I'm pretty steady when it comes to fitness testing. Like I'm nothing special in any category and I'm not like noticeably bad in any category. So like I'll <laughs> I'll go there and then I'll just be so average in the testing, probably. I don't know. You're
2: that student that consistently gets B's. Yeah. You no, know, I'd say maybe A's. Oh. Sometimes I, I did pretty good this year you're at above our camp. Average then. At
1: our camp. I did I was like one second off the lead at the four hundred meter, or maybe two seconds. Really? One second skate test, though I was close. But so, maybe I don't know, we'll see how it goes. Well,
0: that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it'll be
1: good. And then I think you do a ton of interviews there too. Like teams bring their GMs and you go in and meet all the yeah, I think you like most guys talk to thirty one teams, so, so how, that's would the just, how would you just how would you describe yourself as a player? I think I'm, like, a an edgy player. Like, I play with a bit of an edge, a, a physical aspect to my game. and um, But at the same time, I think I possess skill. And I think vision is one of my strengths. And um, maybe a bit more of a playmaker. But um, I think, you know, getting in the corners, playing in the crease is kind of where my strength's at. So See,
0: I should have asked Wyatt. I, that's when he and Connor McDonald were here. I asked them to do scouting reports yeah, of each other. You should have asked Wyatt.
1: He's, like,
2: he's giving you the... the modest answer, which is which is great. Yeah. Just (coughs) physical. That's my
1: (laughs) that's my main focus.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys, can you stick around after the 6.30 news? we got to talk a little more. This is exciting to have you guys in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Wyatt McLeod, Jake Neighbors from your Edmonton Oil Kings. They will play in Lethbridge on Friday. Their next home game is Wednesday, March 4th. I guess that's a week from today when they play the Spokane Chiefs, oilkings.ca for the full schedule and ticketing information, and they uh, will be going to the playoffs, so you'll have plenty of opportunities to check them out. Some guests on Inside Sports, including these two gentlemen, get gift certificates to North Northern chicken bringing down south comfort food to Edmonton with their creative take on southern classics spun with a modern twist. NHL tonight, 12 minutes into the first period. No score. Sabres and Avalanche later. Penguins and Kings. And right here on 630, Ched, the Oilers and the Golden Knights will have the face-off show at 7. The game will start at 830. Jake Neighbors and Wyatt
2: McLeod from the Edmonton Oil Kings are in studio. White, what's going on in the dub? Uh, Brandon's up one nothing on Swift Current. Seven minutes left in that, in the first. Uh, and then later tonight, we got Cologne and Prince George and Everett and Tri-City.
0: All right, and you guys are in Lethbridge on Friday. Next home game is a week from today against Spokane. Jake, you went to the U of A UBC game yeah. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What did you think?
1: I think it's safe to say UBC's goalie is a heck of a player. U of A, big UMA, show, UMA, UMA, they were—they're a good team. They were—I was surprised. I—I uh, I don't follow that. I've never really followed that too closely. And I saw some of the guys in that roster. And I was like, holy, they're a good team. But that goalie, wow—he had a game. The save, He, made well, he with had like a two Minutes left? Yeah, he had a series for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he came to play. Yep. Yeah, and you got uh, a couple. Well, there's
2: three former old kings on UBC. Yeah. Yes. Big shout out to those boys, Colton Keller, Patty Day, and uh, Quinn Benjafield. Yeah, and they're all moving
0: on to nationals. You've Got to play Saskatchewan first in the Canada West final. But yeah, that that that's I mean that's the biggest upset in U of A hockey history. Yeah, that's at what the I've conference heard. level. Yeah, I have yeah. heard that. Yeah. I mean, 23 wins versus nine wins, and they badly. I, I went Saturday night to the the game. The, the Golden Bears won six one, but uh, yeah, pretty shocking to see that. People are actually asking you guys questions on the text line. You ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Actually, a couple of people are saying, uh, "What, what training could you do to improve your skating speed?"
2: Oh, that's. Yeah, I think just lower body strength is the biggest thing for yeah. sure. Explosiveness. I would, I would say the biggest thing is explosiveness. So yeah. squats, lunges. Um, just for raw strength but then to do quickness stuff you're looking at sprints and ladder work and ladder work and that yeah. kind of stuff All right. Uh, what, so what do you guys do in the summer when the season
0: ends Jake I'll start with you when, when the when a WHL season ends do you take a little bit of time off do you jump right into training and what, what kind of stuff do you do
1: yeah 100% I think everyone takes you should take time off you'd hope you'd take some time off and I do for sure I think I uh, just get a couple weeks to you know relax recharge the batteries and then um a five time a week kind of guy five or six times a week two hour workouts and um that's just pretty steady throughout most of the summer and then closer to training camp we start getting ice times involved and um you know things like that but yeah
2: yeah no that's that's pretty similar to me too i think uh generally speaking most guys take two to three weeks off to uh you know just hit pause on life for a bit and, <clears throat> and then you get back into the gym and, and you slowly start ramping things up and stuff and then about midsummer uh, is when the ice times start coming in so then you're juggling four to five workouts a week plus your two to three ice times yeah. too so things get busy real quick that's for sure Jake you're in you're in high school yeah. in grade 12 mm-hmm. where are you going to school at Salisbury
0: composite high school how do you balance the hockey and the academics uh,
1: I think they help you a lot in terms of that. Like, the league does a super good job, especially the Oil Kings, and I think, uh, um, you know, it's hard for sure. It's definitely hard, but I think I do a pretty good job of it. I'm a pretty good student. Um, What's your favorite subject? Math, yeah. I was a good math guy for most of my school career. If I'm, I'm done math now, though. I'm done it.
2: If I'm not mistaken, were you not Scholastic Player of the Year last year?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, so oh, Very good, very good. He's, yeah. he's a
2: school guy. That's straight 11, the though.
1: Yeah, where's that in your notes? Yeah, Alicia. <laughs> Alicia, I know you're listening.
0: It'll <laughs> oh, be nice, guys. You worked very hard to make sure you guys were here on time. Wyatt, what's it become like for you being one of the elder
2: statesmen on the team now?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Card uh, and sewer, that's about it.
2: Come on. <laughs> uh, domination in the sewer ball circle. Yeah. That's where What?
0: What uh, is sewer ball? So we have... Um, Can we talk about this?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Pick the soccer ball around? Oh, so,
0: that's the soccer
1: ball. Yeah, thing. yeah so everyone's yeah.
2: in
0: a circle. We,
1: it's basically... Why key- is it called sewer ball? Is when you kick it really hard at someone to get them out, it's called a
2: sewer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's supposed ball. to be keep up. That's basically what it is, keep up with a soccer ball. To so see how many but, times you can volley it to yeah, each other. Yeah, But right? to spice things up a little bit, you can, you know, send a ball someone's way with a little bit of velocity. So, And whoever is responsible for the ball hitting the ground has to go out. Go is out. out. Yeah. Correct. Well, wouldn't it be the guy
1: that sewered the other guy? You can dodge sewers. That's the big, Like you gotta dodge. Oh, you so gotta if you're know. the
0: last one to touch it, you're out. You're yeah, out.
1: Yeah, but we have a lot of controversy in terms of like guys will get out and they're like that wasn't a sewer and the guy won't play the ball. He's like mm-hmm. that was a sewer. So then, oh, it's like oh, it's 15 a minutes of ball game. Is just this Isn't this
0: a cooperative game as opposed to a competitive game? No, it's, no, competitive. it's straight competitive. <laughs> straight competitive. <laughs> There's zero cooperation. Twenty-year-olds
1: get an extra life and yeah. everyone else is mad about that. So like, I always stand by Cloudy. And he always gets me out, and it drives me crazy. Oh, that, the whole like last week, I oh, I, t- I tossed Jake more
2: cards than he's in me a couple. The Super he's Ball been generous.
1: Circle. He has. He has. He's Jake been
2: nice. has been on the wrong end of some unfortunate touches. That's yeah. for certain. Okay, I always so I I, I I don't know if you ever see me scurrying around when I'm covering the Oilers,
0: Wyatt. Or, or maybe you, Jake, but you would obviously wouldn't have known who I was. You probably just thought we're like, who's this incredibly athletic middle-aged man <laughs> carrying a microphone? But, yeah, I mistake
2: but, that all but the time. I,
0: I've, so I've passed you guys when you're doing that. And I've always thought, oh, this is team building. They're all lobbing the ball to each other, and absolutely not. We just try to screw well, each is. other over the entire time. It is. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's team building. You've been bamboozled. There's <laughs> no, it's it's uh, straight competition. Yeah, it is competition. For- all right.
0: Well, I can't remember what we were talking about before that. But oh, what about you being an elder statesman. Oh and yeah. A leader.
2: Yeah. No, it's um. Cause you, are you Are you an alternate captain? I am. Yes, and I'm. I think I am the third no fourth fourth oldest guy on the team or something like that too Uh, so it's uh it's fun i like it um i've been around for a while now and i've seen a lot of ups a lot of downs too uh don't forget that so um to be able to move into a leadership role and and be able to give my advice when when i feel it's needed and and to talk to younger guys if they're struggling or if they're doing good too it's been fun it's been a learning curve for myself that's for sure I just got a text here. Uh, sewer
0: ball is the official non-hockey game of the Western Hockey League. <laughs> well, I've learned something this evening.
1: The ball doesn't lie. No. That's the other thing. ball never lies.
0: Jake, you're going to like this text. Okay. <clears throat> this text, or, uh, they, this individual did not sign his or her name. They should have if they're going to say something like this. Oh, God. Oh, oh boy. Anyway. Here we go. ABJ for the win, Sal sucks. It's a little harsh
1: isn't it I don't have a comment for this because <laughs> I don't I've never been to abJ like I just I move here and I'm assigned to school and I Salisbury I love Sal go there with all my teammates and I made a lot of good memories there and I'm sure you have at abJ as well so
0: now do do your fellow students uh like know you're an oil king or do they care uh yeah it's, it's like like a you try not to Show
1: it like I, I don't go around wearing Oil King stuff all the time or anything like that unless we're going on a bus trip that day. But we have an Oil King room, and it's got our logo on the door, so everyone knows we're there. I, I don't know like is it like a knows. study
0: room or what? Like-
1: yeah, for like study halls and stuff, we go into that room and okay. then we need to do extra work or tutor sessions. It's all in there. So all right, it's apparent. I don't know if they know like for who it is, <laughs> but they know we're
2: there. The biggest kicker is that. The Oil King players miss about 50% of classes. Yeah. So then right. every single time you're at class, you're going up to the front to get homework for the next week and a uh, half. So it's a like miss, you, just, so. you
1: won't be there for two weeks going on a U.S. swing, and then you just come back and they're mm. like, well, who is this kid? So
2: your
0: fellow students either think you play for the Oil Kings or you just really get sick a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. What do you think of this Dylan Gunther kid? Aren't you on his line, Jake? Yeah, he's super impressive.
1: Um you know he's earned it too i think uh he was bottom of the lineup at the start of the year and you know he's come a long way in terms of progressing his game and uh, he's so easy to play with and he's a super good kid as well which makes it easy you know uh, he fits in super well with the guys and obviously i think you know you could talk for hours about his game and you know the tangibles he brings but definitely a special player for sure
0: but well, how much have you
1: helped him i mean a lot i don't want to take credit for everything a
3: lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's worked extremely hard, but uh I've been there for him, you know.
2: They they talked have, him through some things. They have good chemistry. We'll yeah. we'll put it at that.
0: Yeah. Uh L B says, uh, hi Jake from Airdrie. It's surprising how many Oilers fans are in Airdrie. Has Jake met Ty Ratty? Yeah, I
1: have. Uh well, I don't know if he'd remember me. I've seen him like I see him around the rank lots, and I've uh talked to his brother Taden. Couple times, their dad I've talked to the most actually, Rob Raddy. He's okay. the, I'm pretty sure he's the president of the Junior B hockey team there. And so I saw, I saw him around the rink lots. And back when I was playing minor hockey, it was like kind of the plan. I'd go play for the Thunder Junior B Heritage Thunder. But when you were how old? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It was a dream of mine. I was like probably seven, eight, and I was like, I just want to play for the.
0: Oh, when you went and watched them. Sorry. Yeah, I go. Uh, You thought that was every
1: Friday night, seven thirty, Ron Evans Arena. Oh yeah. So when you were
0: seven to eight, if you would have been, if you were, like you thought, if you played for the Junior B Airdrie Thunder, you would have. I made it. That would have been enough. Yeah. That
1: was it. But I think uh, I didn't really know about the Western Hockey League too much (laughs) at that point, or even the AJHL, or so. It was just Thunder. Yeah. Did you play any games in the AJ? No, I didn't. No. Never.
0: All right, uh, Wyatt McLeod, Jake Neighbors from the Oil Kings in-studio. So uh, you got, uh, what, nine regular season games left? Correct. Not many, so you're going to be in the playoffs. So tell me a little bit about Wyatt first. What's the, I mean, what's the the, the focus here? Are you thinking, okay, we got to peak, it's got to be
2: day one of the postseason, or what's the mindset and preparation of the team like Well, for us, I mean, we're fortunate enough to be in a tight race for first place in the league. So right now, going forward, every game's important for us that way, points-wise. Um, and I think that is a really good way for us to keep ourselves focused on our team structure and playing really good hockey because we want to we want to win the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's the go-to for us. So we're going to worry about that for the next few weeks here leading up to playoffs. And then once it's time to go, uh, we'll get our hard hats on and we'll go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just you want to go uphill all season. I think like last year we didn't clinch our division until the last regular season game of the year. Right. So we kind of know what it's like. Our core group knows what it's like to battle all season long for positioning, home ice advantage, things like that. So um, I think we're excited for it. I think we got a good playoff group. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, it, it's awesome that you came in. It's it, it's always fun. Why? This is at least five times for you, maybe six, coming into Inside Sports. I'm, so.
2: I'm becoming a veteran he, in
0: the... Uh... Radio World. You, you obviously can't see this uh, the, to the 14 people uh, who are the regular listeners of Inside Sports, but Wyatt was pointing at his mic a few minutes ago because I hadn't turned it on quickly enough, so he was making sure it was on, so he knows exactly how this show operates. I, I hinted at it. I'm not, I'm not going to take credit for it, but I just didn't see the light.
1: and I was like, does that mean
0: it's... No, well, that's it. See, look. There, now it's off. Now it's on. That's yeah. exactly how it works. Yeah.
1: So... It's pretty Team effort.
2: Yeah, for
0: I sure. I wasn't going
1: to say anything. I'm a rookie. and get mad at you because there's no light on my mic. That's probably not a good idea. What time's the bus tomorrow? 12.30. Don't Leave. be late. It's the pa- that's the plan. Load at
0: 12. Get out of there at 12.30. All right. Well, all the best in Lethbridge. All the best, uh, the rest. Oh, Jake, how do people follow you on Twitter? We forgot to bring that up. Oh, Jake oh. underscore neighbors. You Jake- can
1: follow Follow me on Twitter. Come
0: on, he needs us. He needs his follower Jake account to go. Jake underscore neighbors. Yeah, uh, and you're at like 980 followers. Yeah, so gotta you'd get like this to be at a thousand. thousand. Need that grand. <laughs> need that grand. <laughs> if we can, let's help Jake neighbors get to a thousand followers. I think Stoffer's listing, so he'll probably follow you now. Yeah, so be that'll be 981. Follow.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll just make a Twitter account to so I can follow. Why me. Me. does not make have 19, a Twitter account? Just make
0: 19. Yeah, fake emails. Just uh, yeah, you gotta have a Twitter account or yeah, Instagram or something. Like that. you'd
1: be you'd have so many followers? How many times have you been on this show? Come on,
2: true. You'd be a I'm rock t- star. too old for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, there we go. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us.
2: Inside Sports on Chet.
0: Vegas Oilers and Golden Knights late start it's at 830 we'll shift gears into the face-off show after the seven o'clock news Bob Stoffer will check in you'll also hear from Jack Michaels Rob Brown Ryan Nugent Hopkins John Shannon Dave Tippett Josh Archibald Adam Larson as we get you ready for a first place showdown between the old Oilers and Golden Knights that sounds pretty cool to say on February 26th awesome to have Wyatt McLeod and Jake neighbors from your Edmonton Oil Kings in studio for the last 45 minutes uh, thanks to Alicia from the oil kings for getting them in uh really cool to have uh, those gentlemen in uh, we've had uh, wyatt and uh connor mcdonald uh had a couple other players in last year as well so really good to talk to them uh oil kings are having a great season fighting for first overall. They told you they want to get it. They'll be a favorite going into the playoffs. They're a fun team to watch. Oilkings.ca if you want to check out their schedule and uh, and ticketing information for sure. Try and see them. This could be a really memorable year for them. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Furnace Family. Experience the Furnace Family difference. Your furnace replacement specialist with over 500 five-star Google reviews. Call 7804-FAMILY or visit FurnaceFamily.com. Kellen Kennedy on the other side of the window tonight is our studio operator. Kellen, how's it going boy
3: doing great man how do i follow that that was incredible they're good they're good guys they're great they're stuff, good yeah. guys
0: and why it's a pro coming in already yeah mm-hmm. just uh Knows exactly
3: when to show up, knows where the station is. He has his own chair now where he sits yep. when he's at studio. That's pretty good. We will be podcasting in the last hour, by the way, too, so in case you missed any part of it, just head over to the Inside Sports page on 640 com or go onto iTunes, Google Play, wherever, and download it. It'll be there.
0: No, the Oilers are in Vegas tonight. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Vegas, Kellan? Yes. You must have gone for some sort of wrestling event. There Actually, must, there, no. There must have been, uh, you know, sports.
3: Summer chair fest. <laughs> so, you know, what's it called? Summer slam. No, I, I've, I've never been there for a wrestling event. But it must host wrestling all the oh, time. Oh, all the time. Yes. Yeah. Almost like once a month, there's a huge event down there. So. Oh, really? Yeah. The different promotions will run different shows, whether they're on pay-per-view or on TV or anything like that. Yeah. It you seems know, like Vegas would yeah. be made for the WWE. Yeah, absolutely. And they have done WWE pay-per-views from Vegas before. In the past, so. so you've been to Vegas, yes, but not to watch wrestling. Never to watch wrestling. No. Okay, what did you do in Vegas when you were there? Uh, were there most recent shows? time was uh, 2017, and I went down with my dad to check out uh, some classic car stuff down there and some uh, drag racing at the oh, yeah. speedway.
0: Yeah, right, because you're big into that too.
3: Yep, yep. I've been
0: to Vegas twice. Uh, I saw I saw the Blue Man Group once when I went down there, you know
3: those guys, mm-hmm. well they're they're a group of blue men. Yes. That's their name. I've seen them in Vegas before too. So they did yeah.
0: I remember they they did this uh, they they it's kind of performance art, right? Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's not even really funny, it's just different. Yeah. So they brought a they brought a woman on stage to participate mm-hmm. in part of the act because they do a lot of audience interaction. So they did a they did a thing at a table where I think there were th- two or three of them, and the f- guy on what would have been you know, my left facing the stage and the the, the lady they brought up is on the right, mm-hmm. he takes a Twinkie and he chews it a few times and he passes it to the next guy. And he chews that same piece of Twinkie a few times, passes it to the next guy, and then he chews it and passes it to her. She declined to chew it. Yes. And that's the kind of stuff they do. They, pa- they passed food to each other. Uh, and they did some other thing. This guy stuffed all these gumballs into his mouth and then and then squished the, the gumballs so there was like a little crevice. And then, another, yeah. then a, another blue man guy spit a gumball up in the air and the guy caught it in the bunch of gumballs in his mouth. <laughs> it wasn't all
3: food related, but those are the ones, those are the ones I remember. Lots of percussion with tubes in that show I, I found. Lots of tubes of different sizes and they were whacking them with uh, sticks the entire time. So Also saw Penn and Teller there. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining, and
0: uh, I just did a quick Google of Penn and Teller today. And if, I don't know if you know this, Teller talks all the time. Oh yeah, he does interviews. Yep, but when he's on stage doing magic, he's the one that does not speak. That's the shtick. Yes, that's his. That's uh, his little bit. But he's he he's very entertaining. I saw a Cirque du Soleil show there. I think I saw Ka, which was amazing. And uh, I, I went down there once. His Def Leppard was performing Hysteria front to back. Yeah, that when was I was
3: fun. when I was down there in 2017, they were advertising the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. There's I think it was called Love half or something. There's a dozen yeah. Cirque du Soleil shows going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, frustrated fan writing in, he says, "Is Double A going to be uh, with McDavid and Ennis?" Yes, he is. We expect the same lineup for the Oilers as last night, except Miko Koskinen in net. Fleury is the expected starter for the Vegas Golden Knights, who are uh, doing excellent lately. They have won their last six to jump up the first in the division, two points ahead of both Edmonton and Vancouver. Leon Draisaitl goes into this game with 99 points. He scored last night. McDavid has six points in his last two games since coming back from injury. He is the third leading scorer in the NHL. He has 87. Pasternak has 88 and uh, as I mentioned, Dreisaitl has 99. So we will tee this one up for you, get uh, more into detail with Bob Stoffer after the 7 o'clock news. Second meeting of the season between the Oilers in Vegas. They haven't played since late November. The Oilers won on the road by a score of 4-2. They're going to play twice at Rogers' place in March, the 9th and the 31st. So when it comes to deciding first place in the division, some key games coming up between these two teams. NHL tonight, quiet day. After the first period, the Sabres and the Avalanche are tied 1-1. Gergensens and Landeskog are the goal scorers. Another late game this evening that will start at 8.30. Pittsburgh is at Los Angeles. All right. News coming up at 7. We'll roll into the face-off show. Coming back. Dave Campbell is the producer of Inside Sports. Again, big thanks to Wyatt McLeod and Jake Neighbors from your Edmonton Oil Kings for sliding into studio. Oh, I also want to mention, if you missed this yesterday, the uh, Edmonton Eskimos have signed kick returner Terry Williams, who has been with the Calgary Stampeders. You may remember the 2018 Grey Cup right here in Edmonton. He's the one that ran the punt back for the touchdown right at the end of the half. Really good returner. I would think an upgrade on Christian Jones, who the Eskimos still have him, him under contract, but that could be a pretty big signing for the Eskimos. Back with the face-off show. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.